This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. Ladies and gentlemen. The weekend. Coming up on a Friday, Friday. <laughs> Save that. Save that. Like the uh, like the change. Thank you to Tier One Jordan for suggesting that for us. Um, I'm still getting used to it. I'm getting used to it too, <laughs> but it does sound good. Good morning, everybody. Happy Friday to you, Ben and Woods, uh, back together again, and uh, great to be here. Wanted to thank my uh, my partners over here, Ben. Or, yes, Ben and Paul. Uh, we are Ben and Woods. That is Ben and Paul for uh, filling in for me yesterday when I was green around the gills. Uh, and had to leave the show early. I'm at about 60%, 65%. What were you when you left? 4%. <laughs> that's, that's about what you looked like. The drive home, dude. <laughs> By the way, that's Paul Reindel, our executive producer. Good morning, Paulie. Hello. Benjamin Higgins, your friendly neighborhood sports anchor. <laughs> uh, to my left. Dude, when I got downstairs and I got in the car, I put, I did the old, I do this a lot. I put my hand up and I was, I was shaking. I had no feeling in my legs whatsoever. And I felt like I was going to hurl at any second. So I cranked the window down. I turned. I didn't even put a podcast on. I didn't put you guys on. I had silence. I had complete and total utter silence as I was driving home with my head like this. Just breathing in the cool air, you know, the cool, crisp air. I made it home and I walked into bed and I... I, fell immediately asleep. I slept for about 45 minutes hard, 50 minutes. I texted Hannah when I got up. Babe, could you please grab me some chicken noodle soup, some saltines, and some Sprite? And she said, "Uh, no, I can't. I'm not in a position to. I have to come home and work. And I said, oh, fabulous. Thank you. And I will uh, just go out and get it myself. So I got up begrudgingly. Put the flip flops on and staggered down to Stater Brothers and got what I needed. Went home. I ate like an entire row of saltines. Couldn't get any soup down yet, but <laughs> saltines and Sprite. And I thought to myself, 
This is the good stuff right here. Eating saltines and Sprite when you don't feel good is really the good stuff. So if you weren't with us uh, at uh, 9 o'clock yesterday, we had our manager's breakfast here at 97.3 The Fan, where our bosses <laughs> treated us to omelet bar and pancakes and muffins Ham. and yogurt Ham. and bacon and hash browns. I mean, it was quite the spread. And no one else seemed to have any trouble. Not a single person reported gastric distress Mm -hmm. or any other ill effects from the breakfast. The omelet that I had was absolutely delicious. But Woods immediately, I mean, within, what, 30 minutes of eating? Even less. 10. 10 minutes of eating. Now, do you remember... And I don't think we did this on the air. Do you remember what I pulled out of it that we didn't huh. say? Do you remember that? Yes. I, yeah. I, I and I showed that. you. Yeah. Do you think that had anything to do with Maybe. it? Maybe. Is there possible you ate some of it without realizing Potentially, it? Potentially, but yeah. I don't know. So we were sitting here and, and on the break, and I'm I'm wolfing this thing down. By the way, thank you to the managers. It was really nice uh, gesture. Um, I think maybe the ham went bad or something. I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know how many other people ate ham. But I... I Ben was Ben was remarking at the exact time I bit down. He goes, "God, this omelet is amazing! Like it's so good." And I go, "It really is." And I go, mm, "What the?" And I I reach into my mouth and I go, and I pull out a piece of plastic about three, what three inches? Yeah, three yeah, inches like part tall. Of a plastic bag, three like inches a- wide. <laughs> now it was not hard plastic. Yeah. It wasn't like a, a plexiglass, but it also wasn't shrink wrap. It was somewhere in the middle. Right. And I went. And pulled it out. I go, that's weird. And then ended up eating it, eating the yogurt. And then all of a sudden, we started talking about your crotch uh, um, dangler. And I and wouldn't call it that. It was just a your all right. Your crotch it's mole. It's just a skin tag your, of some sort or a mole. It's not what people would be thinking of when you called it that. What would they be thinking of? <laughs> Don't even want to know. <laughs> Your crotch it's, hemorrhoid? It's not, it's not some sort of debris. It's not some sort of. I can't do this. Stop. Just stop. I, I wanted to vomit throughout most of yesterday's Your show. Your wife Paul said <laughs> in the, the most unbelievably brilliant tweet Congratulations on your grossest show ever. It was. And I was, I was lying in bed. It was. True. Green with the bile, and I was laughing. I was like, oh my God, what a great tweet. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if that had anything to do with it. It sucked, man. And then I got home and I got those crackers down and I went back to bed and I just <laughs> laid there and then I had to like parents and stuff and it was, I finally get the kids down and I just went back to bed and you know I don't know. I mean, there's a decent chance I end up moving out soon because Hannah continues to get up at now. It's gone to twelve thirty uh, p.m. Uh, p.m. No, I, a.m. Really, twelve thirty. How is uh, how's Bo doing this morning? He's fine because you know, uh, I, I was looking Should at the be chat. Fine. I saw that too right before the show started. Uh, your wife Hannah she chimes in on the YouTube chat and says, "Bo just told me I'm a rat with a ratty face who lives down in a disgusting hole." So that's chill. <laughs> I don't know where he gets this. Not stuff. even six a.m. Bo. Yeah. God. Well, I think everyone around our house is a little punchy. I wonder if she gets up so early. A little tired, but I can't do this much longer. I want to. I. I mean, I am. Impressed by Hannah's commitment, I think it she would does be really, need to be committed. I think if she could get below before midnight, <laughs> if you could start waking up before the next day is even actually technically started, that would be that would be supremely impressive to me. Like eleven fifty five p.m. 
as the wake-up call for the next day. It's just terrible, dude. She's stronger than me. I couldn't do it, but... It's terrible. I get it. That's I, I don't. That's the downtime, I guess. If if that's where you can get your personal time, well, do yeah, what you got to do. I, I, I Twice this week, I've been up at 1230, like this. Oh, cool. <laughs> just five and a half hours till showtime. Like, it's it's a nightmare. So I walked out this morning. I go, I, I just can't continue. I don't know what... Well, you're getting up literally about the time I go to sleep. It's crazy. Nights. And I, I we have a great marriage. And I, I'm still madly uh, in love with her and very attracted to her. But I looked at her this morning. I go, I don't know how much longer I can do this. I'm exhausted all the time. And uh, she's like, well, what do you, what do you want to do? What are you going to do? I think I can't do anything. I'm not going to sleep in a tent. We don't have any other room. I said I could come sleep on the couch, but you're going to wake me up anyway if you come out at 1235. I may move into our closet. We have a pretty big walk-in closet that I can move into and just have a little cot. And I've definitely slept in worse places. So uh, <laughs> she says, I've never woken up at 1230, so I'm not sure what you're saying. She asked, the two days this week, 1230. And I've been up. I reached over. Oh, she's not here. And then I'm like, cool, let's go watch some YouTube. Uh, let's go watch some Instagram stuff have you tried maybe staying up a little bit later and even so then even if someone gets up early you'll still be tired enough yeah, to go back to season, sleep no baseball what time are you usually falling asleep on average eight see i can't stay up what if she wakes me up at midnight again and now i don't have a but decent... maybe if you stayed up until like nine thirty, you Fitbit. would be more tired and stay asleep in the middle of the night bro it's brutal it's brutal. So, it, you know, anyway, if anybody has a very small one-bedroom for about $100 a month, <laughs> I would love to rent it from you, uh, preferably near my family, preferably on my street. Uh, I'll pay $100 a month. Um, so that's what I can handle right now. Let me see. I'm looking at my, my sleep. Will you provide, you know, entertainment services for whoever is leasing out your room? Do a little extra show services. for them, like a special like post a, show like or a something. podcast yeah, yeah. with them every day? <laughs> sure, I'll be happy to do content uh, for them. I can't find my score hasn't uploaded yet, but I think it, it's like 15 minutes of, of REM sleep. So, yeah, I feel a little bit better. I'm not as nauseous as I was. Still a little bit, um, a little bit green and stuff, but I don't know. I don't know. Polly is here with the uh, largest suitcase I have seen in a very long time. Yeah, Polly's leaving for uh, three he? weeks, I think. <laughs> it is like it's five feet tall. You're only going for a uh, weekend, right? For, uh, yeah, four days. Yeah. Friday, oh, four days. Fr- Friday to Monday. Polly will be off on Monday. We'll have Italian Paul in here Monday morning. But you're leaving today. You'll be back Monday at some point. Monday night. Yeah. So three nights. Yep. Three nights. So it's, how many I mean, out? It's how not, many outfits do you have in that? enormous suitcase that you're taking with you. Well, yeah. you need day and night. Day and night. So yeah, I got like five six. or six. Yeah. Plus, uh, you know, we're going out to dinner, so I got a couple of different pairs of shoes. We're going hiking, so I need okay. shoes for that. Dinner mm. shoes. All okay. those shoes. How many pairs of shoes? What And what is in the other 60% of that suitcase? It's <laughs> so big. It it's not that full, but here's the thing. It's cold as F in Denver. Is it cold? Well, it's like it's going to dip I, into the 30s. Uh, well, oh, that's cold. I heard it was warmer than us yesterday. They, that's the weird thing when about I, Denver. When you I can... checked at like 6 p.m., it was uh, it was 63 degrees, I think, in Escondido. In Escondido, no. and then it was 54 degrees in Denver at the same time. It's so, going to snow on Sunday. Somebody said in oh, the chat. Fantastic. <laughs> Hope you get snowed in. Yeah, yeah, actually. that'd be super, super uh, duper. But fun. you know, jackets and, and sweatshirts take up more space. But the, that's again, true. 
I went to, Bulky. we talked about it the other day. I was saying how luggage is absurdly expensive. And I got a decent, I don't even know what brand it is, but I like the one that I got. I went to Ross. A bunch of people in the chat said go to Ross or like TJ Maxx. Those places will have really good suitcases and they do. pieces of luggage for cheap. And they had like $200 Samsonite pieces of luggage for 100 bucks. This was like $180. I got it for 75 That's or 80 a big bucks. in, though. That is and a I just big figured, in. Why not? I'm checking the bag. It's not like I'm trying to fit that what in the air, overhead. What airline are you flying? Uh, today I'm flying United. Do they make you pay for weight? Uh, every I think every airline is... A- anyone over 50 bucks, over 50. You're, paying, you're paying. Over after 50 pounds. pounds, you're paying Is extra. that over 50? That's no more Shouldn't than be. 35 pounds, I'll guarantee Shouldn't it. Shouldn't be. Even golf clubs are under fifty, unless you oh, unless you really stuff full. them with a lot of stuff. No, it's not full at all. Actually. I can I can get my golf clubs onto a plane for well under fifty pounds. Oh, you can get it over your head. Nice. Show everyone on camera here. here I am, aren't I? No. It's not. It's pretty light. It's not full. For as big as it I is. just figured. I mean. Why not get the big? Take the big one. Take the big one. Take the big one. That way you can, if you need it, if you need the space, you got it. You can bring home uh, all sorts of gifts for yeah. us and things and and uh, stuff from like yeah, stuff Red from Rocks. Denver. Yeah, Denver. What but, are you guys doing on this? Uh, do you? Do you? I, I can't disclose because oh. it's a bachelor party weekend and all you the... can't disclose because it's illegal or you don't want <laughs> megan to find out or what what all what? of the above <laughs> no it's uh it's a bachelor party for my buddy cameron congratulations cameron he's probably listening right now he's a tier one hope your wife sleeps cameron and all cameron knows is that he's getting on a plane today and going to denver and i don't believe he knows really much anything else we've had a group chat going without him on oh, it that's fun stuff so i can't really disclose what what we're going to be up to, but you know, dinner, like that. dinner, hiking, drinking, a little whistling, a little whistling. <laughs> going to do some whistling. There might be some whistling. Um, I hope I never have to go to another bachelor party in, in my life. I'd never want to go to another one. Never, ever again. I just turned 33 a couple months ago. I, I think I got like. Like two or three more, probably. <laughs> Thinking of my friends, yeah, that, that haven't got married, aren't married yet. Maybe some won't, some will, some it, are man. engaged. I can't, I cannot do it now. Even when I went to L.A. for a weekend to see Jack, <laughs> I was like, "Hey, man, I love you. I miss you. I wish I could see you every day." Are we gonna, are we gonna get a time to nap later? Can I nap uh, in the afternoon? And he's like, "Yeah, I figured you'd probably want to rest for a couple." Of-. I go, "Yes, I need a two to three hour rest period." And I just, that's how I roll now. I can't do it anymore. I don't have it. I, I did my time uh, at all the bachelor parties and stayed up for three days and all that. Like, I just, I can't do it I anymore. I never could do it. No, I don't I never, have it I in never me. could. I never Beans, had it in me. Beans in our YouTube chat, he lives in Denver. And he said, uh, stay away from the Mexican food here. Yeah, I wasn't planning on okay. that. I wasn't planning on Denver. Cheaters in Colorado, Mexican too. Food. We got a bunch of, uh, bunch of, of tier ones out in Colorado. All right. You can All have right. a Denver omelet with some nice good ham when you're in. Oh, by the way, what <laughs> I did be, not be, tell you guys this. I'll be taking the train to Union Station this afternoon. I did I'll not see tell you. There. I didn't tell you. I so I'm dying and laying in bed yesterday. Yeah. All I can eat get down were saltines. Okay. <laughs> so, Hannah goes, um, can you? She goes, I'm gonna go pick up Bo and I'm gonna take him over to the condo where your parents are and drop him off. I said, great, fantastic. So she does that, and she goes, can you go get him around 5? I go, you know what? Yes, I'll suck it up. I'll drive over. I'll go get him at 5. Walk over to the condo, park the car, walk in, knock on the door. 
My mom goes, well, hi, honey. Um, we've had such a good time. I'm just now making dinner. I'm make, you know what she was making? Eggs and sausage. I, was, I walked into the, the condo. I was like, Brr. I go, what are you making? She's like, Abo wanted breakfast for dinner. I'm like, oh, God. I was like, all right, can you open the door or something? I was, I was like, this is a nightmare. Just a full, full nightmare. I may never eat an omelet again as long as I live. All right, we have made it to the end of what was um, – it was a long, it was a tough week, but uh, we are here on Friday, and let's uh, let's try to have a good show today. Uh, Craig's going to join us a little early. Craig Elston with his Crossing Streams recommendations. He's doing a what a charity golf tournament later today, something like that. Yeah. Uh, so he's going to join us at six thirty-five here in just a couple of segments uh, with his normal uh, weekly discussion. Oh, nice. Obviously, we've got we had some Padres news about the. Control of the team that broke yesterday. We'll discuss that coming up as well and, and set the stage for what uh, the offseason might look like here for your San Diego Padres. Later in the show, we're going to be joined by uh, old friend Casey Pratt. He is my uh, counterpart up in the Bay Area Great at dude. ABC Television Anchor covering the exodus of the Oakland A's. Approved yesterday to move to Las Vegas, get some Bay Area reaction. That'll be later in the show. So I can't say for sure. I don't want to. I don't want to set him up. But I think he's going to come in here at nine thirty, very passionate, good. And, and sad good. about Love what's it. going on. I was texting with him yesterday, and it's his tweets were incredible. Yesterday, he's like, man, he's like, you guys know, you if, guys know. Yeah, if you're so super San Diego dude. Chargers fan. I mean, listening to the quotes from John Fisher it's, and Rob so Manfred, crazy. it might it's as well have been Dean Spanos and, and Roger Goodell. It sounded exactly the same yesterday. It's identical. It made me sick to my stomach. I uh, talked about it on TV last night. We'll talk about it here. Get to all of our regular features. Don't do this. Finally, some take on Woods this week. Uh, in our next hour, we haven't even played this week. I hope the topic is ham. Songs about ham. <laughs> and we're going to give Woodsy finally a meatloaf. daily ditty selection as well. <laughs> Artists known for wearing glasses. Wrapping up the week. <laughs> Coming up next with Ben and Woods. It is Friday morning. Glad to have you with us. Let's get our first check of traffic right now with Kelly. Here on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. I was all right for a while. I could smile for a while. But I saw you last night. You held my hand so tight. The dulcet tones of the great Roy Orbison crying. More than just pretty woman. Wow, dude. What a legend he is. He just kicks ass. He... Looked weird, but he was had a really good voice. He that did, was part of the equation. It was part though, of the, this, the thing. Did he this week? Yeah. Not because of the glasses. He just looked weird. He had like weird sideburns <laughs> and just had like a weird look to him. But he was great. I love Roy Orbison. Love him. There you go. There's your ditty. Next week, beltless people. That sings. <laughs> so uh, yesterday, uh, news broke via The Athletic that uh, while at the owners' meetings that they uh, gathered at this week for Major League Baseball, Rob Manfred uh, appointed or approved of Eric Kutsenda as the new control person for the San Diego Padres, at least on an interim basis. Okay. And uh, if you remember the name, Eric Kutsenda was uh, Peter Seidler's like main business partner with Seidler Equity Partners. Had you heard of him until no. we had heard that Peter had fallen ill? No. This I had neither. For, for this is the first time this year that I had heard his I'm name. I'm not sure we should have. Yeah, I don't know that we should have either. Um, and we never met him or spoke to him, correct? Has anyone here no. had any conversation with nope. Eric Kutsenda oh, before? Eric, we go way back. I don't know that anyone outside of you know the Padres really, really has. We don't know much about him at this point, um, other than he was one of the founding managing partners he's, he's of Seidler Equity Partners, and thirty has been, years, yeah, has been close with Peter for a very long time. So, what does whatever the title is that Rob Manford appointed him, like the control, control person. person? What does that mean? So the guy with the rubber so stamp. Every because team, I would assume, I would have to assume everything is basically still status quo in the sense that AJ is still running all of the baseball operations and Eric Grubner is running the business side of the operation. Yeah, he's still the CEO and, and AJ is still the president of baseball operations. But uh, as you can imagine, most of these Major League Baseball teams, including the Padres, are owned by a consortium of people. There are investors. There are 
private, you know, people. There are groups, even with the Padres. You know, they have minority owners like Alfred Harpelou. Yeah. But Major League Baseball can't have 17 cooks in the kitchen. They need someone who has the authority to speak for each team. When you have to vote on something, there's got to be one person who has the final say when it comes to like league decisions and league matters. That person is the control person, and each franchise needs to have one. For the Padres, like from 2012 until 2020, the point the control person was Ron Fowler. And then when Ron stepped aside, it became Peter Seidler. He was also the owner, but he also became the control person for the Padres. And he was that up until his passing earlier this week. And now, you know, they want to act fairly quickly because they don't they don't want to have an absence of the Padres represented in league matters. So is it common is San Diego, I feel like in San Diego, like just in the last 15 years or whatever, we had like Ron Fowler was out in the public. Like you knew he was in charge yeah. and you heard and saw him a lot. Same with Peter Seidler. Is that common with the sports teams that the control person it, is um, out I think in it, the it, public eye? If you varies. get the sense that he walk, you know, he's not walking into the office this morning and being like, all right, Eric's in charge. Eric's in charge. Yeah, I, as, as far line. as how, how much uh, of public facing the control person is, it varies, I believe, from organization to organization. For instance, John Fisher is the owner and control person for the Oakland A's. If you ask people up in Oakland, and we will when we talk to Casey Pratt later, they never see or talk to John Fisher at all. He is pretty much, until this you know, relocation business has been completely you know, behind the scenes, doesn't do any media in a year, doesn't do radio interviews, doesn't do television interviews. It kind of varies from owner to owner how... How much in the public spotlight they want to be, you know. In the NFL, obviously, there are owners like Jerry Jones that are all the weekly. Hits. You hear them <laughs> weekly. There are other owners that are very quiet, and you don't really hear from them much at all. Maybe once a year at most, you'll get a a news conference or something like that. So it, I think it varies, and I, you know, the one of the points that was made in the reporting by uh, Dennis Lynn and Ken Rosenthal and Evan Drellick in the Athletic was this is an interim appointment. Eric Kutsenda is not necessarily intended to always be the person who is the control person for the Padres, but they don't want to have no one. And it's a lot to ask anyone from the Seidler family to just step in and do it and make that decision right now. So because Kutsenda had been working closely with Peter and had gone to some of these meetings, including uh, the one recently where he and Eric Gruppner had kind of presented their plan to get in compliance with the debt service rules, He's already kind of up to speed on everything, I guess, and and it makes sense that for now he's the interim control person. Now he does. There's a big vetting process before the final control person is named. I guess he doesn't have to go through the entire rigmarole of approval from everyone when you're the interim guy. When the Padres eventually select their final control person, whoever that may be, it could send a. It's a much more detailed process that it. Requires a lot of more hoops to go through on the uh, on the ownership level uh, across Major League Baseball. It's interesting because it is such a uh, <clears throat> it's a tough it's a, it's a job that that if you get you know the call from Rob Manfred said all right Eric I need you to take point on this well look at what that man and that this organization is staring down the barrel of the next <laughs> couple of months right the potential of trading Juan Soto, the potential of trade, you know, Hassan Kim, I haven't really heard he's on the market, but he's, you know, got a year left on his on his deal. Uh, the potential of having to rebuild the team, uh, the poten- the potential of having to cut a lot of payroll, like 
Hey, thanks, Rob. Thanks for making me uh, a massive scapegoat, you know, with a 60-day interim appointment here. It's almost um, similar to when uh, the Nationals got sold and the new ownership was like, cool, now we got to be the ones to trade Juan Soto. To trade Juan Soto awesome. and do all the thanks, things. Guys. Yeah, that's exactly right. So I I, I, I don't envy uh, his position at all right now. Now, I mean, he could also be, you know, he could also be the guy that steps in and says, I'm, I'm, I am I'm, just don't know how forward he's going to be. I don't know how... If you know, I doubt we'll ever get a chance to talk to him. <laughs> I doubt they're going to book him on uh, next Friday or Friday. Maybe he or, will. Though. Maybe I, he I have will. No I have, we have no idea. Do you see where he went to college, though, Paulie? No, DePaul. Oh, do you? Yes. He went to do you? To me? Yes, do you? <laughs> I still want Paul Rindle shirts with Paul's face that says D DePaul. <laughs> it's my favorite bit. Our producer, that's our producer, DePaul Rindle. <laughs> it makes me laugh every single time. DePaul Rindle. Uh Anyway, so yeah, we will. We'll see what happens with Eric Casenda, but yeah, as of today, I don't, I don't uh, envy that position at all. It's, no, it's, no, it's, it's, it's a massive legacy. You know, I, probably most people would say, yeah, oh, I get to run a major league baseball team. That's awesome. Under these circumstances, at this no time, way, doesn't feel like it's an awesome job at the moment. No, it so, doesn't. Uh, we'll see what long-term things look like. We're going to take a timeout. When we come back, a little early Friday visit from our friend Craig Elston. Some Crossing Streams recommendation. Ooh, You're going to be talking about yeah, a movie that Woodsy's very Ooh, excited about. Really good one. Uh, that is coming up next with Bennett Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fam. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. That's where an agent who is a Realtor comes in to navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Friday morning. Ben and Woods here on 97.3 The Fan. Got Craig Elston standing by. We're going to get some crossing streams recommendation. 
Uh, we'll get his thoughts on the passing of Peter Seidler as well right after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. Of course, it's been a very sad week uh, for San Diego Padres fans, but I, I feel like it's also been a powerful week yeah. with important messages and lessons from the the life of Peter Seidler and the person that he was. And uh, it's good to have Craig Elston here with us a little bit early on a Friday morning. Craig, obviously, we had a uh, we had a cathartic four hour show on Wednesday. Uh, but wanted to kind of get your thoughts here as we bring you in on a Friday on the passing of of Peter and his legacy as well. I mean, of course, first off, good morning, guys. Hey, uh, great to be with you even an hour early. I, you know, got a little coffee, so I'm good. Uh, I mean, what a gut punch on Tuesday, but to the entire region. And when I think about the history of San Diego sports and the greatest owners in the history of San Diego sports, uh, first off, it's a pretty short list. <laughs> and second Very. off, Peter Seidler is on top by an absolute mile. I mean, I'd say Peter Seidler, John Moores for Petco Park, Ray Kroc for saving the Padres from moving to Washington in the first place, and the original owner of the San Diego Soccers, Bob Bell, who brought big-time championships to San Diego in the 1980s. Those would be your top four, your Mount Rushmore uh, for for a sports talk radio cliche of owners. But Seidler tops them all. And I think beyond anything, guys, what Peter Seidler gave our region, gave our fans, is hope. It's something that we we never had as a franchise before. The, The Padres, how many times did we hear it, Ben? Over decades. Padres get a new player. Ah, it doesn't matter. They're going to trade him away anyway. Padres never keep their good guys. Padres never can afford anything. Padres always act on the cheap. They'll sell their guys on pennies on the dollar to keep on going. And it, it really started with like Dave Winfield, forward. like at the very early stages of the franchise history. The tone was set for what the San Diego Padres were going to be. Essentially, a farm team for the for the better teams in baseball. Correct, and that's gone now. And hopefully it never comes back. I mean, truly, hopefully it never comes back. I think there's a ton of people feeling uncertainty about what's going to happen with this franchise. And, you know, in April, Peter Sadler said he'd speak from the grave. And now I sadly hope he does. And, and that this remains the vibrant baseball community that it has become. You know, the one other thing I have to say, guys, and I know this is shared by a lot of people. But, you know, you went through a range of emotions on Tuesday. And one of them, I think, very justifiably was anger. Yeah. Anger at this club in 2023. Anger at the entire concept of win one for Pete. Because this was the year to win one for Pete. This literally was the year. And the Padres can win next year or the year after that. And Peter Seidler won't be here on the mortal coil to enjoy it. And we can all decide whether he's enjoyed it or not. But... It's not here. So I'm sure there are a number of Padres who took that personally, who who looked at this and, and realized we had this moment and we let it go. You know, and now what are we going to do? Craig, I'm, I'm, I'm reminded of that, uh, of what A.J. Preller said in his press conference to the media right after the season. It's damn near the first thing he said was we something to the effect of, we feel like we just wasted a year. Like, we feel like we really let one get away from us. It was something to that effect. Do you guys remember? It was yeah. like one of the first comments he made of like, yeah. 
we 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 really i mean for, you know for lack of a better term we really s the bed on this this year we 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 let it get away it's why for me personally i'm so bullish on not trading one so yeah, because 100%. that feels like you're punting 2024 it and does. you just wasted 2023 manny's going to get a year older xander's getting a year older darvish and musgrove getting a year older like there's you don't have time to just punt seasons yeah yeah exactly it, it, especially since you just did and uh, no it, it definitely i think it's a, a very valid way to feel it has changed my perspective though uh, a little bit craig with the passing of peter seidler you know man like i i'm just i've been in uh, since it happened since we did the show um i've just been in a really uh thoughtful place right i've just been feeling more thoughtful of like man i want to pound i yeah Two weeks ago, I was like, I can't wait to get to spring training. I want to pound these guys. Like, I want to get after them. And now, I'm not saying that I won't. You know, you got to ask them tough questions. But honestly, man, I just was like, what are you going to do? I mean, Peter's gone. You know, we start over. We turn the page. You want to give everyone a hug? I now. do. I, I honestly, <laughs> I honestly do. That's literally what I was thinking. Like, I just want to be like, bro, I'm sorry. Like, that must have been terrible, you know, for all of you guys. So it is, it's changed my perspective a little bit. Well, I agree with you. And, and, you know, overall, right, every one of these guys in the front office, in the clubhouse, the multimillionaires on the team, the guys who have received seven, eight, six, ten-year contracts from the team, they just took the biggest loss. Yeah, they did. That they'll take in their career. So it's really not on us, on this side of the microphone, to remind them of the terrible loss that they took or to hammer them over the head with our mics saying, boy, you really let us all down. Yep. You let Peter Seidler down. They know. Yeah, they do. They, they know. do. That's Just what like hit you home. know that you let your mom or your dad down, you know, at, at some point in your life when, when and, and they're gone and you can't talk to them again. Like those types of regrets go deep inside a human being. And, and I'm positive there are a number of Padres who feel that way, how they react to it, how they change in 2024. You know, it's also unfair to put that on them. Like Peter Seidler died. And now you're kicking an error like this. You exactly. Know, baseball's stupid and no one should watch. Right? Exactly. I'll, I'll just say that forever. <laughs> you, you can't take anything too seriously uh, in terms of on the field in baseball. But I do think internally the, the, the boys on the club, they know what they did. No doubt. And they're hurting. No question about it, man. Craig, the uh, the Padres had four different players who received MVP votes yesterday. Uh, you know, Juan Soto finished sixth, but Blake Snell, Fernando Tatis Jr., Hassan Kim, all were de- deemed by at least some members of the media as being top ten players in the National League. That's pretty rare when you can have four guys that are considered, you know, maybe top ten players in the league. Obviously, the Padres didn't do with it what they needed to do with it. And I think one of the big concerns is we're only fairly confident that one of those guys is returning next year in Fernando Tatis Jr., maybe ha Kim, less certain of Juan Soto, and pretty confident that Blake Snell is going to be gone. When you kind of look at that and what the Padres kind of have to decide here on the offseason, what's your what's your take on, you know, making the most of your talent that you've got on the roster right now? I mean, obviously, 23 was a complete fail in that regard. So, uh, you know, we can just take that and put it in the bin 
with, with the rest of it. And hopefully we can seal up that bin at some point and not have to, not have to reopen it. I mean, this was a top heavy team. We talked about it all year. And now to be this decorated for 82 wins and have, like you said, multiple MVP candidates, the NL Cy Young award winner, two gold glovers, a platinum glover, silver sluggers, like ev- everywhere you look, the Padres did something well, uh, except for convert it all, uh, into dubs. But because you brought up Snell, I'll just say this, you know, I, you know, I, I got a Blake Snell jersey the year that the, the Padres traded for him. He was the pitcher I've enjoyed watching the last three years, for the most part, uh, the most <laughs> on the club. Yep. And I remember saying in May or June that I was sadly kind of looking forward to another team paying Blake Snell because he's got limitations to what he does. And a lot of the writing about Blake Snell's Cy Young Award season reminds you of the things he did that are essentially unreplicable. You know, the the, the almost 90% strand rate, leading the league in walks and ERA. Uh, I, what did I see? He allowed 19 earned runs in his last 23 starts or something insane like that. Staggering. Just, just realistically, take off your fandom hat. Is Blake Snell ever going to do that again in his career? What are the odds that Blake Snell has a season like the season he just had in his 30s? It's possible. Ben made a it's good certainly possible. Ben made a good point yesterday. Yesterday, though, when uh, after you heard Blake's comments of once I learned to accept that I'm going to walk guys and realize I'm nasty enough to get guys out, maybe that helped. certainly helped him the second half of last season where he was almost unhittable. You know, and if that's a mentality he takes to wherever he goes, and it's like, it's fine. Like, don't panic. I'm not going to panic. You don't panic when I walk a guy. Nobody can continue what he did. But again, like, I still but think he can be... stay dominant into their 30s. Oh, yeah. 30s. I mean, you look at, like, Verlander, Kershaw, yeah, he's got Scherzer, the guys like that. You, you know, you feel like it's there, but do you want to pay the premium? Yeah. We talked about it. When you're the Cy Young winner and you have those numbers, there's only one direction you can go. That's exactly it, right, man. It ain't up. It's not up. You know, I, I you can't continue to do that. But if maybe he, maybe he can, and not at that rate, but a rate that, that can help a team win a World Series. I'll tell you this, man. If it's game six, game seven, and I need to win a ball game, I'm pretty happy with Blake Snell on the mound. I am. Um, I, he, I, he just has that dominant, nasty strikeout stuff that just so few guys seem to have. Um, you know, I wish him well. I don't think, you know, we can't pay him 30 million bucks a year that he's going to command somewhere else, 25, 30, but, uh, I'll certainly. Then that will be an overpay. It will. Even be. if he's great the first year or even the first two years. It's going to be an overpay yeah, for Blake eventually. Snell. And that's why I've been all, all along said I'm okay with letting Blake Snell go. Now, when he gets overpaid by the Dodgers the and, and shoves for the first couple of seasons, it's going to be painful if that's the case. But it still is going to be an overpay, whoever signs Blake Snell this offseason. Craig, I think you're right on that one. Let's get to our Crossing Streams recommendation at 651. Ooh, Woods is excited about this one. I keep, I keep seeing ads on my Twitter feed for, for this uh, recommendation all over the place. Yeah, we are recommending tonight, uh, this morning. I watched it last night. I don't know what time it is. Uh, The Killer on Netflix, which is David Fincher's newest movie. And almost I should be able to stop the recommendation right there. Yeah, you're good. You're done. You're talking, <laughs> right? When you're talking about Fincher, you're talking about Seven, you're talking about Gone Girl, you're talking about the social network, right? This is one of 
the best American filmmakers of the 21st century, to be clear. So start with that, his precision, his cinematography, his ability to master pacing. Now, what are we talking about in the movie, The Killer, which lasts just a little bit under two hours? This is a thrill ride, boys. I watched The Killer last night, and it's going to take you about eight to ten minutes deliberately by design to get into this because it starts Michael Fassbender is a killer for hire okay you're just going to be along with Michael Fassbender for this movie it starts with him in Paris on a stakeout waiting for his kill to get in position for him to take his one shot and it's a lot of internal dialogue it's a lot of voiceover his philosophy of things there's this meticulousness to this man and then it's not really a spoiler to say he takes his shot and he misses. Yeah. It's and the rest of the movie is the fallout of he took his shot and he missed and he's on the run and there's people after him. And then he starts to violate the, the very meticulous codes that he's put in place for his life and his profession in order to get some revenge uh, for, for what has taken place. This movie runs fast once the shot is fired. Like I was literally guys edge of my seat. Oh yeah. Like, like edge of my seat. Couldn't lay down sitting up, you know, heart rate elevated. Like this movie moves. It is thrilling. It will twist. It, it's got that. He just Fincher creates tension. He's amazing. He creates tension. He creates detail in the moment. And Fassbender is spectacular tilda swinton has a as a great great small role God, she's as great. well she's phenomenal super, super high wreck on the killer it's so good and i love the little nugget craig the music nugget his his kill music is just my favorite part of all of it there's one band in particular he listens to when he's about to do his business and they just sprinkle it in throughout the show. One of my favorite bands of all time. It's really, really brilliant. And uh Fassbender, getting him to be able to do that. He's a, he's like a professional race car driver. So they had to tailor it around his schedule because he's a little act. It's got to be the perfect part, but he, that's what he loves to do. He drives like formula one or something. He's, he's brilliant. So to get him in it, Put those two together. I would watch Fincher's, any Fincher movie here. If he made a cartoon, I would watch it. Anything he did, he's brilliant. So great rec uh, this week, Craig. Yeah, it's great stuff. Can't wait uh, for everyone to watch The Killer. Just give yourself two hours and uh, settle in. Evening time watch. You know, this is one to get the popcorn out and get going. Craig, uh, happy Thanksgiving to you and your family next week. Enjoy the uh, the holidays, and we'll catch up with you uh, uh, the following week, I'd imagine. Absolutely. Look forward to it. That'll be the week of the soccer season openers. There so we go. Let's wait. go. I just put in my uh, credential, season credential requests yesterday. To no, cover don't, the, don't approve the of Craig's. Rubber stamp that bad boy, Craiger. <laughs> you got to promise to be there, Ben. I'm not I, just going to give you I'm a credential. Looking for, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. He I, likes to get the credentials. You always have to time. have one just in case. That's you right. never know. It's, uh, you know. Whatever goes on. Big story. Thanks, Craig. Thanks, buddy. Cheers, boys. Craig Elston crossing streams uh, with his recommendation this week of The Killer on Netflix so with good. Michael Fassbender. I didn't know he was a race car yeah. driver. Is he going to be driving in Las Vegas? I don't think he's going to be in this Las weekend. Vegas. But we need to Is talk anybody going to be driving in Man, Las Vegas they this have, weekend? We'll probably get to it and don't do this. But that event, which may have been as hyped as anything we have seen for like a year and a half, yeah. two years. Paulie did that story like a year and a half yeah. ago. Yeah. yeah. yeah he's turning into one of the biggest potential sports disasters. I feel like you have to... 
You have to wait until it's over before you can render final judgment. But everything that's happened so far is setting the F1 race in Las Vegas to be really one of the tremendous sports disasters of our time. I want to talk about that, and I want to talk about uh, the trade that went down last night. That to the naked eye makes you roll your eyes. Am I reading this correctly? Not. Uh, yeah, you had a six-player trade in Already. baseball late last night. We'll get to that coming up next year on 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.